This is HPR episode 2848 entitled Random Numbers in Haskell and is part of the series Haskell. It is hosted by Tukutoroto and is about 33 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Tukuto talks how to generate random numbers and other values in Haskell. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Starting from some given state, 
it will all it will generate a, a sequence of numbers, and that sequence will always be the same. So if you have a random number gen generator, you call next to that same random number generator five times, you're going to get the five same results. So if you want to use the have a sequence of different kinds of numbers, you call the you can call the next, and then on the first it returns a tuple where the first item is your random number, and the second item is a new generator. And then you call next to that new generator, and you get a new random number and new generator. So this is how you this is how you uh, get around the fact that you will always have the same response to same set set, set of parameters. But this is, uh, I mean, this is perfectly usable, but it's a bit unwieldy because, well, unwieldy is maybe not the correct word, but you need to do a bit of arithmetic if you want to get, uh, for example, values from 1 to 6 indexes, that is, or if you want to get uh, booleans, for example. But for that, there's another another type class called random so it has much more um, uh, defined functions so the first one here is a uh, random r so the definition goes like class random r where so the a in a in the following categories is that your is your data that in, that has instance of the random so random r has a signature of random gen g, fat arrow, tuple of a and a, arrow g, arrow, tuple of a and g, meaning that, uh, meaning that the g in type signature is a, something that has instance of random gen that we talked just a second ago, and a is that, that has the instance of random. So given a tuple of A's and a random gen, G, you get a, a tuple of A and G. So what does, what does that mean in practice? This means that if you are called random R and give it a range in a, as a tuple one for, for example, 1 to 6, and the random gen, you're going to get back an answer that is a tuple. First element is a int from 1 to 6, and the second element is your new generator. Then there's the random, uh, lowercase, this is a function that has a type signatures of random gen g, fat arrow, g, arrow, tuple of a and g. So this is the similar one with the previous one. But you're not giving, you're not going to give a range that you want to values. You're going to get a, in case of indexes, you're going to get a minimum, uh, values between minimum and maximum values that the index can hold. Uh, then there's the random RS, which is, uh, similar to the first case. It has type signatures of random, random gen G. 
fat arrow, double of A and A, arrow G, double of, uh, arrow, open bracket, A, close bracket. Meaning that when you are given, give a range, like from 1 to 6, and random gen, G, then you are going to get a infinite list of random, random numbers or random values between in that range, in our case, numbers from 1 to 6. And then there's a randoms, which works is a same with the second case that I thought. Type signature, random gen, G, fat arrow, G, arrow, open bracket, A, close bracket. So, this will, when given a random generator, random gen, it will produce infinite, infinite list of values for you. And then there's two, two, two more. These are random R, I, O, that is tuple of A and A to IO of A. And then there's a random IO that is just a IO of A. And these are special kinds. Like if you are, you probably noticed already that these don't take the random gen as a parameter. The first one only takes the range and it returns of IO, EO of A. Meaning that this one you can call without supplying your own random gen, but you can only call this inside of IO monad, meaning in a in a effectful code essentially. I'll I'll try to explain those briefly just in a moment. So in short, the random gen is source is our source of randomness. It produces int in some some big in some big range and then random can use random gen to generate random values of a in manner that is specific for a so if you are talking about int there's no there's not that much of difference there between random gen and random only that random uses random gen to get some random values and then offers you a slightly better interface where you can say that I want random numbers from 1 to 6. But nothing stops you making an instance of random, for example, for boolean. That exists, actually, I think. And in that case, you're not going to get, you're not going to get numbers anymore but you're going to get boolean values. So you can say, you can call random as, you can call random as, supply it with a true and false as a range, and the random gen g, and you're going to get an infinite list of trues and falses. Or you can even call randoms and just give it Give it uh, your random gen, and you will going to get an infinite list of uh, true and false, to infinite list of booleans, essentially. Or you can have your, you can define your own data type, whatever that means, maybe, and make instance of random for that. For example, if you had a, 
if you had a I don't know data data that describes car for example it would have a it would have a, a model and make and name for example then you could well actually that's not a particular good example um, if you had a if you had a your own data type for colors that that is you know, you have four colors red blue green yellow then you could make an instance of random for that and then you could use that to generate uh, those values so instead in, in your code instead of having to i mean of course of course you have to do it, it somewhere but uh, in the code that then uses your random instance you wouldn't have to do it anymore in a way that you would generate values from one to four and then map those results to the colors but you could just say that i want random colors and this this machinery would make you random colors and uh, if you then later on added, added a new color, pink for example, then you wouldn't have to change any other code but that single piece of uh, random random uh, instance definition. And then all the places where you are using where you are using random to generate colors would automatically work. So this this I I found that when I when I realized how this thing works, it was like. Like this, this makes so much sense to do things this way. Why didn't I think of it earlier? So, um, so where to get the random, like random Jenny? Uh, yeah, the, the 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 where to get the random gen? That's a good question because random is a you can make an instance for for your own data. Or you can use pre-existing instances for the face uh, library data types for random, but then you still need the source of randomness, the random gen. So where 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 do you get that from? There's a function called get std gen that has type of io std gen, and that uh, std std gen has instances. Uh, read, show, and random gen. And the random gen is the one that we, we are interested. Read and show are nice to have, but uh, because read read is the way that you can turn a uh, string into a correctly formatted string that is into the std gen, and the show is the one that can you, you can use to turn the std, std gen into the string. For example, if you want to look what it what the what the data looks inside of it, it's just two numbers. But the random gen is the, the one that we are interested in. So we can just call the uh, get std gen and we get the std gen. But because this has the type of io eo std gen, this means that you you cannot use this everywhere. You can only use this inside of the IO monad. 
because if you if you could create a if you could create your random number generator anywhere and use it anywhere then uh then it wouldn't be really you uh you functions would wouldn't anymore be returning the same values from the same parameters. So uh what are those what are those effectful effectful functions I mentioned earlier. So uh for example if we have a function called stuff that takes two integers and does something to them and returns third integer. This is a this is this would have a type of int arrow int arrow int. So two int parameters and int as a result. And if we have an effectful effectful one, it would have a type of int arrow int arrow IO EO int. So it would this this type of thing this type sequencer would say that it takes two integers and it has full access to outside world like it's not confined inside of the function anymore and it returns a int so it has access to network and it has access to uh a hard drive and it has uh, it has access to current time and everything so io gives you access to that outside world and anything that has type of io something can only be called from other io functions they can call pure functions that is functions that don't have access to the outside world but they cannot be called from the pure functions so io functions can only be called from other io functions but they can call they can call pure functions pure functions cannot call io functions and the yeah so basically you have two options so you have the code that needs random numbers in effect, effectful functions so that you can call that get std gen to get your run, run, random number generator that is seeded with a well it doesn't matter what it it doesn't really matter what it is seeded for but it could be current time or it could be the if the if you if the operating system is offering a standard random number generator so it's seeded with value from there another option is to use the get random gen in a effectful function and then pass it to a pure function and then use it there because after the random number generator has been seeded then it's not random anymore it's wholly deterministic it will it will always produce the same sequence of numbers it's the the seeding part is the thing that needs the source of real real randomness of more more real randomness randomness is sort of hard to get absolutely correctly right but but yeah so uh example the, this code will be in the show notes it's a, it's a short but there's a bit of stuff there 
uh, I want to get n unique entries from given list of random in random order. And if n is greater than the length of the list, all items of the list will be returned, obviously. Uh, so our function is called get r. And it has type signatures of get r colon colon random gen g fat arrow g arrow int arrow list of a arrow list of a. So when you are given a random gen and the amount of items you want to get and the list of uh, of items, you're going to get back a list of items. And the definition. Actual definition of this is get r g n x s. These are the parameters. Equals next line. F map open parent x s exclamation exclamation close parent i d s. So, what uh, what does this this part do? This is a this is running up. This is using F map to run a function to each and every element in that IDS, IDs. And that function is a XS exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So uh, ex double exclamation mark is a function that you use to get uh, element or, or, uh, by index from a list. So the left side is a uh, list and on the right side is the index of the element. Because because we are omitting the index here, we are, ha we are having a partial function, meaning that it's a function that is waiting a single parameter and then we'll take that uh, in from the list list xs you will get it will get the item of the that index and this is this is a, a Sort of uh, well, this, this is a function that can crash. If you give, if you try to access outside of the boundaries of the list, it will crash. Oh, I, I think it will actually throw exception, but it's not a. It, it won't handle handle those cases. Cases, so you have to you have to pay attention what you are doing there. IDs. So uh, these are coming from the, the definition continuous where. ID equals take open paren min n dollar length xs close paren dollar nub dollar random rs open paren zero uh, comma length xs minus one close paren g. That's a mouthful, but I'll try to pack it. So if we start from the right side, <coughs> random rs tuple of 0 to length xs minus 1 g. This will give you an infinite list of numbers from 0 to the length of the our list minus 1. So if, if you have a list of uh, 10 items, this will give you numbers from infinite list of numbers from 0 to nine, and it it will it will actually be infinite. So that you shouldn't 
you shouldn't try to count items on this list or print it on the screen. There's no time for that. Then there's a nap function that we are going to run to that infinite list of numbers. And this, this will, uh, this will uh, discard duplicates. So given infinite list of numbers from 1 to 10, no, oh, sorry, from one, uh, 0 to 9, uh, NAP will make sure that there's a, it's an infinite list from 0 to 9 with only, only, only those items once in the list. And this is another, another dangerous part because, sort of dangerous, because, uh, while it is possible to do that, otherwise I won't, we won't be doing, doing it here. If you try to print out that list, it will again take forever. But it will, it will print 10 values and then, in, then it will try to find the next value and it will never find the next value because there's that infinite list of numbers from 0 to 9 and NAP is dropping all the numbers from that list that it has already seen. So there won't be next number. It will keep going forever, but there won't be a next number. So now we have an infinite list of numbers of zero to, from 0 to 9. Then we are going to use take. That has the first parameter is um, min n dollar length xs. So it, it, it is the minimum the smallest, smallest one of two. So n, that's the amount of numbers we want to take from that list, or the length of the list. Because if we have a, if we have a, uh, that, and, the, and in the, uh, this excess list isn't our list of random numbers, it's a, it's the original list that was given to us that we want to get items from. So if we, if, for, if we have a, uh, 10 items on that list, then the length excess will be 10. And if we want to take 5 from there, that min will mean that minimum of 5 and 10. That's 5, so it will, it will return 5. But if we are, if we have a list of 10 items and we want to take 20 items from there, then it's a min 20, 10, and it will return the value will be 10, because we don't want to try to take more items from our infinite list than these unique values, because that will, that will fail in a way that it will keep going forever. So we have an, an, an infinite, infinite list of numbers from 0 to 9, and then we have the amount of we want to take from there, and we are using the last step is to use take for that. So take uh, amount of numbers we are taking from that infinite list. And that's our ideas. And that that is what we are going to F map over. So now we have a well, for example, if you are taking five ideas, uh, five numbers from our list from one to ten. Let's say there are one, two, three, four, five, because some freak occurrence. Then we are using the fmap excess double x combination mark on the list of one to five. So, and then the 
they are returning a list of those five five items. So it's a it, there's a I mean it's it's a short definition. It's just uh, um, it's not that complicated, but it's a mouthful when you when you first see it and like this couple concepts that were new to me when I was writing this and I didn't write it this neat neat small and neat in the in the first go. I wrote quite a bit longer definition and then I stared stared it at it for a bit and started seeing and experimenting how you can make it a bit more elegant. Uh, there's a couple edit cases that are taken taken care of at the Prelude, the standard library of the Haskell. For example, if you are supply an empty list to this one, if you take you, if you try to take elements from the empty list, you automatically get an empty list attack, no, no matter how many elements you try to take. Also, if you try to take from a list of five items, if you try to take ten items, you are just going to get five items back. And another one is that if you try to take a negative amount of items, for example, take minus one, you are going to get an empty list back. And how would one go and use about this? So this one is a pure function. Given the same parameters, it will always uh, it will always return the same end result. And this is a how to use it. It's a, for example, if you have a function called test, it will be test double colon io uh, list of int and test equals do. Next line, g, arrow left, get std gen. Next line, return, dollar, get r, g, four, open bracket, one, dot, dot, and then close bracket. And that's it. So the, uh, it's a effect, effectful function, IO function, that returns a list of int. And g, arrow left, get std gen, initializes or get, gets a your uh, random number generator, random gen that we talk in the beginning of the episode, and then uh, get r g for open bracket, then dot dot uh, one dot dot then close bracket. This will call call uh, our get r function and use the random gen that we got previously. Take four items from the list of numbers from one to ten, and then the re return there is to just uh, draft the value in the I/O monad. In the end, that's not it's not it's not uh, that difficult when you know what you are doing, as always with the programming, or most of them in the programming. Let's say that way, and I'm really really. Uh, I find it really cool that they split the generating randomness in two parts like this. The random gen that is source is your source of randomness and then there's the random that is your data type specific generation of those random values using the random gen. Uh, 
pseudorandomness doesn't require I.O. per se. So, you are the getting started part is what needs the random, randomness. After that, it's a deterministic sequence of, of values. Uh, simple computations with only few random numbers or infinite sequence of random numbers are easy enough with this. But if you have a long one, where you have more logic and where you, where you are throwing, where you are generating more random numbers, more than just one or two, then uh, it's a bit, bit of a hassle to carry, keep carrying on that uh, then, uh, random number generator. Like always when you create a new random number, you have to remember to take the new random, random number generator random gen and pass it along use use that because if you are accidentally use the old one you are going to get the same same value again but so the long ones where you need more random number numbers or more more different kind of random values there's a monad random uh, monad for you that uh, basically takes care of that random random gen I mean, it is. You don't have to care about that. It is implicitly carried alongside of the computation. So uh, that's all. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, any kind of feedback, they are welcomed. You can catch me on email or at Fediver, where I'm tutorial at mastodon.social. Okay. Thanks for listening. Adastra. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.